0: time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau right here on ESPN 680 and 1057 now
1: here's Dan and Louis good morning everybody it's true crime tuesday miss dill is back with another hair raising story we appreciate you listening in this morning and of course the first hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism KentuckyTourism.com. Lewis, how are you this morning? So,
0: you know, James Black sits in yesterday. We appreciate him hanging out. And you know what I got yesterday, Dan? What? I got a sound sheet. Do you know what I don't get today, Dan? A sound Yeah, key. a sound sheet. You know what? We
1: have no sounds. Yeah,
0: thumbs thumbs is back. Obviously, just completely tuned out the station for seventy two hours. I did. Um, and, and so it's it's nice to have you back. Thanks for not contributing at all to the first three segments of this show. Really appreciate that. I uh, enjoy the enough. coffee that I stopped to get for you this morning. Um yeah. How how are you, Dan? You doing okay? I'm just I'm trying to hold this team together. Uh Avery is now the overpaid uh you know superstar on the downside of their career that doesn't hold up. It's like you the last 2 years in Denver. I mean yeah. it's just you know yeah. I, I can't I yeah. can't I, you know I can't do this anymore. It's just it's No, I I
1: understand. Yeah, I understand it's, it's, it's not you know it's not the it's not the money she's making that I'm upset with. It's the length of the contract. I hear you. I, I hear mean you. she's going to be a producer till you know she's 41 years old. I just I, I don't understand that. Oh man! Oh. What do you mean, my last two years of Denver?
0: <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! Thought we were boys. I um, no, I'm good, Dan. <laughs> we had our first of the uh, the two um, academic team days yesterday. So I had my composition girls and my um, <coughs> future problem solving team uh, compete yesterday, and uh, and then we went to dinner. And got sandwiches because that's what you do apparently, and you forget how how special that is, that like that time with the with you know when you coach a team or, or whatever it is that time that, that that little extra time and how much you really get to know people and so on. I had a really really nice night last night.
1: Yeah, and and these are fifth and sixth graders, fourth and right? fifth. How about that? Yeah. Fourth, and fifth, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> these kids, these kids are so bright. It's it's unbelievable. My granddaughter is down at the Broadmoor uh right now competing in the DECA competition. Yeah, okay, yeah. And wow. uh and, and we went uh, we went to and I, I think I talked about this, we went to the you know, kind of practice night at the high school. Okay. And these kids are I mean, first of all, they're they're dressed to the nines, all the guys have on coats and ties and, and, and they're doing their presentations and they're they're so smart. It's uh it, it it's unbelievable. It really is.
0: I, I did um uh what's called uh, original oratory in in high school so it's uh it's kind of an offshoot of debate and you had to come up with a topic and then give a a speech about it and i made it to the to the state finals in michigan as a senior doing uh original oratory so about that wow really enjoyed it that yeah <laughs> those are those are the moments too cuz you got to get up I mean, there's like four adult judges, a room full of people, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's a really, really it's good, good. Um, a really, really good. Uh, the composure
1: that hand. the kids have. It's yeah, it's it's
0: fun. It is it's fascinating fun. to watch sort of the because, um, you know, you had your pregame routine. You were a big uh, tomato juice guy, for example. Um, I think of Dan now, Avery, every time I see the tomato juice in our house. And you, it, you keep tomato juice in your house. Well, I, I make chili at least once a week. Yeah, that that makes so sense. I use, I, yeah, I use the tomato juice as a base, and and then
1: you know it's amazing how many restaurants, how many breakfast places don't serve tomato juice anymore. I
0: actually believe you. Yeah,
1: yeah I know. Mean, uh, I I mean, I I stop. Uh, we go to Denny's. Uh, the, the only place. <laughs> the not Denny's the only place. leading at Denny's. <laughs> oh yeah, we love Denny's. <laughs> It's America's diner.
0: Come Lee. on, Louie. I worked there it's for a am- summer in graduate school, cooking. It's a, it's America's. Because of diner. course I, of course I had a job um, at one point.
1: But yeah. no, the only uh, uh, Cracker Barrel okay. still has the original glass of tomato juice. You can't find it too many places.
0: I like to put a couple of dashes of hot sauce in, and then put the tomato juice in. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, there you go. I uh, no, so it was uh, it was fun hanging out with them, and uh, we. Uh, to a, a little Jimmy John's near where we were competing. And then I got them a, so man, I wish they sponsored the station cause I would talk about them every day, but Nord's bakery on Preston street here, um, makes something called an alligator. And it's essentially a, I don't know. It's, it's about, it's about a foot long and it's like a biggie Claire or something. It is a cinnamon roll smothered with chocolate. <laughs> I don't know any other way to describe it. And they're not expensive, and it's better than a cake. So I bought one of those, and we had that with some sandwiches, and we went home. It was great. There you go. So you and figured the, them up the kid, before dropping them off with their parents. To someone yeah, else's that house. Was, that's right. That's, that's where else's I was house.
1: going, Avery. So that's the kids did didn't go to bed until 11 o'clock last night.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like the dogs in the neighborhood. My kids can go pet them at other people's houses and then come back to my house where there will never be a dog. So there you go. <laughs> All right, Dan mentioned it. It is True Crime Tuesday. Uh, We will uh, suffer through that. Is this a well-known case? I feel like it is, yeah? Very well-known. It, like, re-came to light, like, a few years ago. Okay. And we'll get into that. Do you know anyone named Lacey? Not with this spelling. Sure, but do you know a Lacey? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I went to school with a Lacey. Okay, your age. Okay, Dan, do you know a Lacey?
1: I do not. Yeah, I... I know a Lindsay, sure but i but I don't know a Lacey
0: yeah Lacey, yeah who's the most famous Lacey other than Peterson <laughs> is there a famous there there have to be famous Lacys, no yeah there there's gotta be oh Lacey Chabert is a, the little sister um oh yeah,
1: that's a famous one
0: <laughs> all right text him four three seven nine six eight text line Lacey. Oh, well. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so this is this was in California? Is that where this one was? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, okay. Oh, I remember his name better for some reason. He's yeah. a big-time creep, right? Right. Yeah. It's because he's the pretty guy who murdered his wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've all been there.
1: While he was having an affair who supposedly his wife knew about and was okay with.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. I got opinions on him. <laughs> we'll get to that at 1130. Oh, man. Where do you want to start today, Dan? I kind of... Uh, this is the hodgepodge of... Um, well, <laughs> I was thinking about yesterday's show. Eddie Lacey came in. Lacey from Caddyshack. I like that one. That's good. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Um,
1: and and uh, as I was thinking about yesterday's show, I, I thought... You got really upset with me that I didn't think that Kentucky was the best team in college basketball <laughs> okay, after, okay. after one game. right? And, I, and I'm thinking, wait a second, is this the same guy who two weeks ago thought they wouldn't be a single-digit seed? So, you know, I... I, that's, why, I that's
0: why I thought... Um, that's why I thought that this was such an impressive performance because to me they're like an 11 seed in my mind no, they're, I, they're an 11 seed the whole yeah, season no, that's I, why the performance I, I against auburn is A. so good i, I gave know them i an A. right yeah
1: yeah i don't i don't want to detract from the game what i want to see is that game replicated tomorrow night saturday the sec tournament yeah. and and uh, you know I, i'm not jumping on the bandwagon because i never jumped off you have to admit, Louie, I was probably as supportive of this team and Cal when things were going bad as anybody you know. I think that's true. And so I'm not, you know, I, I don't have to jump on the bandwagon because I've been there all along. I just want to see, and I agree, it was a, it was a great performance. And man, have, has Kentucky moved up yes. in all of these bracketologies with just four games um, you know, they've gone to not being in the tournament to be in a what a six seed uh, six
0: in, in de and I, I, I included de on here because he was openly. I think he either had them first four out or last four in at one point. So he yeah. was one of those guys that, that I felt like was doing, yeah. Lacey Chabert, man. I, I'm I, mm, do you know who Lacey Shaber is, Dan?
1: Have no clue.
0: Okay, that's 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 to your detriment, not to Lacey Chabert's. To yours. Okay. Um,
1: uh, what does she do?
0: Uh, she was the hot, the hottest girl in, in Mean Girls. We've had this discussion. I don't need to rehash it. I will go to the mat for Lacey Chabert. Um, Cagney and Lacey coming down a couple times on the on the text line is something. I
1: I I I, I know one, and and this guy gave <laughs> me as much trouble. <laughs> as anybody I played against. And okay. and and he wasn't a star and and most people won't even recognize his name. Sam Lacey was the center for the Kansas City Kings. I think he went to New Mexico maybe. Hmm. Um and he was a good player, but not a great player, but man did I hate to play against him.
0: Sam Lacey. <laughs> okay. All right, well Sam Lacey on a there's the biggest one I can come up with. <laughs> Where did Sam Lacy play his college ball? I, I I
1: said I thought New Mexico.
0: Oh, New Mexico. Sorry. Okay. All right. I don't know how I didn't hear that. I'm sorry, Dan.
1: Um, maybe. maybe uh, well, you're kind of like Sherry. You only listen when you talk.
0: <laughs> you know, I'll take that as a compliment. I like Sherry. I love that. I like Sherry a lot. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, he's got him in as, as a 16, so 20. Two overall in the bracket, so he does what I like about how his bracket is. He ranks the teams all the way through, um, through sixty-seven essentially. So, right. I, or sixty-eight, excuse me. And so, can, can
1: I ask a question? Of course. And and Kentucky is back in the uh, in the AP top twenty-five. Yeah, right. 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 Yep, twenty-three. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk me through this, okay? okay? Kentucky uh, has a uh, one when you compare season records. They're one game behind Tennessee. Okay. They have beaten Tennessee twice. They're ahead of Tennessee in the SEC standings. Texas A&M has the exact same record that Tennessee has. They also are above Tennessee in the SEC standings, and they beat Tennessee. How is Texas A&M an eight seed, Kentucky's a six seed in in this one that we're referencing here, and Tennessee is a three seed? Explain that to me, Louie.
0: Okay, here's how I'll explain it. I think polls are the dumbest thing we do in sports. Outside of maybe replay at the ends of games where we zoom into a point where the human eye of a referee couldn't see things, that's pretty dumb. I think polls are are easily the dumbest thing. If you have a metric like the net, if we're going to use Ken Palm, if we're going to use whatever, why why do we have a poll? Why do we have a poll? The 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 one that kills me. So hockey has a version of the net in college, and they literally just use that to to put the NCAA yeah, together. Yeah, no, I know. And they still have polls. Why? Why do you have a poll? I mean, are we just are we just making jobs here? You know, it was interesting. Uh, Blankenbaker Baker and Deaner got into a college debt relief conversation. I assume, Avery, for example, you have college loans, right? This kind of thing, right? Yeah, unfortunately. I, I have two mortgages. My house and my wife went to medical school, okay? So I'm very aware of these things. Blankenbaker Baker essentially said the reason college is expensive is because uh, state funding has dried up. No, it's because there are more administrators on campuses now than there ever have been. There's more people to feed. There are now more administrators at Stanford, Dan, than there are students. <laughs> I mean, what an upside that. down way to, to, to run! Yeah. An, and yeah. it's you know, let's have more employees than than <coughs> you know than than customers essentially. What, what do they do with the ones? What they have, they have so much money. I mean, they just print money out there, anyways. Um, that's why it's expensive because too many people have jobs. No offense to the people right across the street who are going to start throwing rocks at this place. Um, but more Cagney and Lacey. Uh, stuff um do you think streedle jumped off the bandwagon you mad at streedle oh yeah he
1: he jumped off big time he wanted to get he wanted to get rid of cal and and everything
0: is he allowed back on
1: sure okay as i said when when i coached the nuggets the first time we want everybody jumping on the bandwagon but believe me we will remember the order in which you jumped
0: (laughs) did you say that yeah! Oh, that's great. <laughs> I like that a lot. Oh man! <clears throat> uh, so I think polls are dumb. I, I think. But, that- but wait a second! You didn't answer my question. Forget about the polls. Okay.
1: For, forget about why are they the because AP, of because- for, forget about the AP poll. Yes. Just look at what I laid out. Yes. That Kentucky and Texas A and M have both beaten Tennessee. Yes. They are both have better records in the SEC than does Tennessee. All right. So how is Tennessee a three seed? Kentucky is six, and A and M and eight.
0: I think it's because they beat Kansas, Texas, and other teams that are ranked very high.
1: Yeah. Very so now we're we're back to where we where, where we started this conversation. The ga- the way you're playing now, in my mind, if I was a member of the uh, NCAA selection committee, I'd be watching these games like I watched last night. I started out watching Baylor and somebody, Oklahoma State maybe. And that game got out of hand, although it wound up pretty close. I switched over. I didn't even know this one was on. Switched over and watched West Virginia at Iowa State. And what an entertaining game that was. Uh, Just like the Kansas game I saw, uh, West Virginia won by three. But I, I would look, West Virginia is playing a whole lot better now than they did early in the year. To me, that is what should be the number one criteria uh with where these teams get get seated.
0: Should we eliminate November and December basketball?
1: Uh for the most part. Okay. All
0: right. So we should play more like a 15 game season?
1: Uh no, no, but I I'd, I'd like uh, I'd like Kentucky to play every team in the SEC home and away get get rid of those Utah Valley States and Appalachia So states. what is their
0: it, what is their schedule in Issel's mind then so home and away against SEC teams that's uh what 26 games then uh yeah okay um so
1: and then play play uh, play a couple play a couple of those teams at the beginning of the year play your uh non-conference schedule against only against good teams like michigan state ucla michigan who else did we play um kansas kansas and, and play 26 sec games mm-hmm. that's what i'd like to see
0: okay right. fair enough um uh drew diener contributing to the conversation this morning um uh, te- uh, you have to remember these metrics, and I know you don't care for the net, but Tennessee is six and five in the quad one, including Kansas, Maryland, and Texas, and then uh u uh, k is now up to five and seven, and that South Carolina loss is really i mean it, it, it hurts them more than than anything now for for See, polls, here, 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 for, polls here, here. for polls, it's different because I think polls are based on how they're playing right now. If yeah. you wanted to make an argument for polls, you would say who's playing the best right now that's what the poll is for.
1: And, and and then again, I would say I, I I would be willing to wager. Where did they play that Kansas Tennessee game? Do you remember?
0: I will look right now, but I do not know off the top of my head. I will find
1: it. Okay. Um, I I would say I'd be willing to bet you that hundred that you owe me that if Kansas played Tennessee today at a neutral site, Kansas would win easily.
0: Okay. Tennessee's ranked 12th in the poll. What's your, what's, your, what's your anger with the poll? I don't understand. They're way behind they're, Kansas. I, no, but they're, but they're way ahead
1: of a, of two teams that recently beat them.
0: Uh, they beat Kansas and the Bahamas, by the way, in front of 2,000 people. Hmm. Kansas was undefeated and number three in the country at the time. Tennessee was 22nd in the country, according to the polls. <laughs> I think Kansas should be the number one overall seed if they started the tournament today. I'll put it that way. If that's true, and Tennessee beat them during this season, they get credit for that. That's how it goes.
1: Hey, you know, we we make fun of the first replay because basically they take our format and just redo the show, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You know who else I think is doing it? <laughs> no, I don't. The the guys on Pardon the Interruption. Oh. <laughs> you think Wilbon's listening to us? I, somebody is. <laughs> Their big story yesterday was about my Monday morning moron. <laughs>
0: well, I, I think lots of shows talked about day notes yesterday. Yeah. To I be suppose. fair to the uh pardon the interview. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
1: But I just like that those two old guys, uh, you know, are uh, those two old autos take the same <laughs> take the same stance I do on just about
0: everything. I so, do you have something in your life that really bothers you, but it doesn't bother anyone else, and you can't explain it to anyone else because it only bothers you? Mine is that Tony Kornheiser holds his glasses as a prop, and I can't watch the show anymore. <laughs> he thinks he's so flippin' like clever or or cute or whatever. No, he, thinks he, he puts
1: them on when he tries to read something. He yeah, and then he read. holds them
0: against his mouth when he's listening to Will Bond. How about how about you don't do that? How about you do the one? Don't do the one thing that I hate and. I, I bet the average viewer of that show is north of 55.
1: I'll, t- I'll tell you, I've got something. And, and Kentucky is absolutely the worst at this. Kentucky drivers. That is when you're stopped at a red light and the light turns green. Okay. T- check this out this afternoon when you're driving around, Louie. Okay. The light turns green. Yes. And, and and I don't know if people are on their phones or if they're listening to the radio or what they're doing. But it takes forever for them to start going. And they let and they and they don't go they don't they don't start going till the car in front of them is about five car lengths ahead of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, people are on their phone.
1: Yeah, Drives me nuts.
0: Texter asking, uh, so only play good thing good teams in the non conference, so then no U of L UK game.
1: No, no, that's one that's one of the good games. That's one of your Is good you, you play you play when will two, that be a good game again? uh as, as soon as Dennis Evans and his buddy that <laughs> plays at Minnesota gets to U of l,
0: <laughs> can you imagine you're you like, I don't want to play for the worst team in the big ten. I want to play for the worst team in the ACC. Like that's, that's your rationale for picking a college.
1: Yeah. And, and except for Cal, (laughs) I want to play with the worst team in the country. (laughs) Uh, So they asked somebody at Minnesota if NIL came into play and his comment was money talks. (laughs) Good for you, Dennis. Get it all, buddy. (laughs) Get it all. (laughs) Kenny, Kenny had a revelation. <laughs> oh well, we want good character, and we want to build the culture. Uh, but maybe this nil stuff is important.
0: <laughs> so California Baptist is ranked 176th in the net, and Cal is ranked 304. Yeah, I think Cal Cal uh, Cal's four spots ahead of Louisville in the net. Louisville's 308. But I think, but, but I think they're three Louis- and twenty-six. Yeah,
1: yeah, they have three wins. Yeah. They I think that's the fewest. I think three wins is the fewest in uh, in Division One basketball.
0: <laughs> uh no, L I U, Long Island University is one and twenty five. Ooh. So there will be no winless teams this year. Hmm. Which is sad because winless teams is funny. Yeah. Says this Detroit Lions fan. Um Yeah. No, it's it's bad, man. California Baptist. How about that? <laughs> Hundred what, seventy eight? Is that what they were? Good lord. Uh,
1: so I, I thought what was interesting, Louie, was the article. I think I think Ben wrote it. So, by the ben- way, I'm
0: getting questions. What what interview are you talking about about Dennis Evans? Which one did you find?
1: Uh, the one that you the, the one that you had on the you show. You
0: darn team. right. The one from uh, Sports Illustrated Foundation. That's yeah. Amazing. Yes, correct. There you go. Uh, I will read the quote since uh, we're getting asked about it. Um, TCU, Missouri, and Illinois have also been linked to Evans ever since he, quote, decommitted from Minnesota. Why did he back out? It's not clear, but when asked if NIL money might play a role, Darren Wolfson of KSTP said, there quote, money talks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This article uh, is by um, uh, Joe Nelson, posted 19 hours ago on the SI site. So there you go. That's where I found it.
1: <laughs> only uh, there are five schools in the country that have a worse record than Minnesota. And of course, Louisville is one of them. And, and the, uh, the part that I thought was interesting was, uh, uh, the last paragraph, it says, um, um, some guy named Charlie Wal- uh, Wal- Waters Walters, Walters, um, said that Evans' departure has been rumored for weeks and that nobody would be surprised if Evans' friend, gopher freshman Jaden Henley, doesn't join Evans via the transfer portal. There you go. How about that? So, look for those two fellas in a
0: Cardinal uniform next year. Ten-win season coming. In-your-face, detractors. Oh, we're not done. We? We? This is just a...
1: (laughs) This is just the tip of the iceberg. We're not done.
0: Oh, man. I, I love the idea of a kid from California going to Minnesota just to, to play basketball. I, I love it so much. It's, man. So, you know, like Fog was on your list of places you want to go see a basketball game. I want to go yeah. to Minnesota. Apparently they've got a really cool... Um,
1: is that the place that has the raised floor? Yeah, the old barn there. Yeah, know? I hate those places. Yeah, I, I don't like those places.
0: So you hate... um. Uh, Purdue, um, Minnesota. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's Williams Arena up in Minneapolis. I'm trying to think of the other raised floors in college basketball. Purdue has
1: a raised floor. Oh yeah. Huh.
0: <laughs> Did I ruin it for you? Anyway, getting back,
1: <laughs> getting back to getting back to what I was talking about. Um, that uh, Ben Roberts uh, was asking somebody. And and this guy was well. Instead of saying that, let me let me get the guy's name. Uh, evidently, the the bracket uh, that has uh, Kentucky as a six seed. Yes. Uh, his name is isn't this great radio? Um, Dave Omen. He runs Bracketville, and and uh, over the last uh, fifteen years. He has been the most accurate, not not Joe Lenardi, but this guy has been the the, and uh, and basically, uh, he said Vanderbilt doesn't move the needle one way or the other. Um, If they could, if Kentucky could win at Arkansas, that would help. And then how far they go in the SEC tournament. But I mean, what he was basically saying is that Kentucky might, depending on what they do could get to a number five if they really stub their toe they could fall to seven maybe even eight but basically he feels that kentucky no matter what they do the rest of the year is pretty locked in at along that six seed level
0: yeah i think that's right i think six seven is where their six or seven is going to be where they end up if they make a really good run in the nc or excuse me the sec tournament uh, i think they can move to a five and that's a considerable improvement. It is a remarkable change from what was happening even a month ago. Um And so, or, cripes, two weeks ago when they lost to Georgia. Uh, yeah. Texas are saying that uh, Purdue lowered the floor, so they don't have the race floor anymore. How about that? Yeah, I didn't yeah.
1: think they did. Yeah,
0: there you go. Uh Vanderbilt apparently coming down in the text slide as well. Yeah, the more Vanderbilt. Da- the more Dan talks about Tennessee, the more I feel like they're headed for the Final Four. Last year at this time, I listened to Dan endlessly dog Kansas. He would list teams that Kansas lost to and then say, no way, Kansas is winning anything. And, um... And that, because they lost to to fill in fill in the blank school, is Dan still angry about that loss to Tennessee? Uh, was the worst of Eddie uh, Rupp coach team? That's you bet thing. I am. <laughs> you bet
1: I am, Texter. One hundred percent. I love our Texters, man. Absolutely, um, I am. Does Dan and do the entire or- show? They threw oranges at us,
0: <laughs> Texter. I think former coaches, except for Dan, should seed the tournament. <laughs> Why are they throwing you out? That's not nice. Uh, yeah. Does Dan do the entire show sitting on a can in the bathroom?
1: Is that is that what I sound like?
0: Only for like five shows in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: can't figure out. I can't figure out the technology. I,
0: I am actually sending you something different um, that the horse racing happy hour is going to pay for, and you're gonna you're gonna use that instead. So don't worry about it. Wow,
1: aren't you nice? How about that? there there's there's when uh, when i go to the app there's like three different uh, as far as the audio output is concerned there's three different things and for the last week the third thing which is the one i sound the best on doesn't pop up and i have tried everything <laughs> and and it won't pop up so it's nothing I'm, like
0: doing remote uh, technology stuff with a seventy-four-year-old man. Tell you what, I mean. It doesn't help that no one likes that anyway. <laughs> it was perfectly fine before it did an update. It just needs to downgrade. Ah, got it. All right. So on his on his board, the uh, Dave Abin that you mentioned. Here are the five seeds. Who, which of these teams do you like better than Kentucky right now? TCU, Miami, St. Mary's, San Diego State.
1: Uh, probably Miami. I would say on a neutral floor, Kentucky beats those other three.
0: Okay, four seeds: Gonzaga, UConn, Xavier, Virginia.
1: Virginia. Okay. I think they. I think right now, and I'm not talking about who Virginia beat uh, the first week of November. Sure. I'm talking about right now. Kentucky would beat Virginia easily.
0: I think that's probably right. Don't say probably. I, the the Miami one's interesting because they can score, but they don't play defense either. So that one's interesting because they they just consistently score, and so whenever a team could fill it up, it's hard to pick against for sure. Um, I don't. I can, I can never tell like how good is St. Mary's. You know what I mean? Like they looked pretty good the other night at Gonzaga. They lose, but you know they don't get, get run off the floor or anything. But I I also I also don't know really how good Gonzaga is this year. So I mean.
1: I don't I don't, I don't think know. and I've only seen them play a few times. I mean I saw them dog Kentucky. Uh but um I, I don't think this this Gonzaga team is as good as they've been the last couple of years.
0: I agree with that. I don't think they have super ready NBA guards this you know they should go round for example. Let's go through DeCorsi so he has TCU, Miami, Xavier and San Diego State as his five seats. So that's the same as as uh, as Amund's. Four seats for him though are UConn, Iowa State, Virginia, and Indiana. Who do you think's playing better right now, Kentucky or Indiana?
1: Uh that's a great that's a great question. That that's a great question. Um that's close. Okay. That's close. Okay. But I just watched Iowa State play lose at home last night. To West Virginia, <laughs> Kentucky's better than Iowa State. Okay,
0: okay. Today, right. That's what we're asking. That's what I'm asking you. Yeah. Three seeds: Kansas State, Marquette, Tennessee, and Gonzaga. Obviously, you think Kentucky's well. Let's Tennessee. see.
1: We beat Tennessee twice. <laughs> what do you I, think of the Big East? What do you think that, of the
0: Big East this year? Do you think like the Marquettes and the Xavier's of the world are good? I don't know.
1: I hope not. <laughs> Because as 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 high as my disdain is for Tennessee, Marquette's about a quarter of an inch below it. <laughs> I don't like Marquette either.
0: okay. So. All right, fair enough. You got something against Milwaukee or what's going on? <laughs> Have you been they, to a game up there? at Marquette? Yeah. Uh, no, So they play I in think- the new they play in the serve up there with uh, with the box. So, oh, okay. And yeah. they, I, Dan, I was up there right before COVID, and and so uh, three years ago, and they played. It was it was weird. I went to the the Marquette game at two o'clock, and then I went to a Milwaukee Admirals hockey game at seven o'clock. Wow! And the Bucks were playing next door at the same time, and they sold out the Marquette game, the Bucks game, and there were seven thousand people at the hockey game. <laughs> I mean, literally in in five hours, sixty thousand people walked in that on that block.
1: Isn't that amazing? Just to go
0: to sporting events, not not including anyone else. Right, it was wild, man. But Marquette fans are they are. It reminds me a lot of the Louisville fan base, as far as like especially when they were when they were rolling, like just how many freaking people. Like you know, uh, I don't know if people follow him, but uh, John Salzman from the station puts up these. Essentially, his Twitter account is just to do on this date kind of stuff. And uh, every time he, he puts one up about Louisville, it's like, and there were 6,000 or 63,000 people at uh, Freedom Hall for this Louisville game. It's always, you know, like 19,000 or whatever. But it just reminds you that every freaking game, that place was just pack, pack, pack. And Marquette, yeah. Marquette's really like that. I
1: I, th- I think that the, um, the first time when we beat Marquette, the regional was in Lexington. So it was basically a home game sure. for us. And then my uh, junior year, When they beat us, I think that regional was uh, at Wisconsin. I think it was at. I I don't think we played it at Marquette. Okay, Uh, maybe.
0: Who was coaching Um, up there at the time?
1: uh, Al McGuire.
0: So he was there that early. Okay. All right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He. uh, Um, So his last year was um, the year they won it, seventy-seven. So there you go. mm
1: -hmm. Now he was. uh, he was coaching there uh, my sophomore and I don't know why or. I
0: thought he was. He coached after that, but, you know, oh. go out on top, I guess. Right? Yep. Twenty five. Hey, seven, a reminder,
1: everybody! When you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than the Bluegrass State. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your summer getaway today at KentuckyTourism.com. dot com.
0: This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. All right, welcome back in. 1030 segment here on a Tuesday, hanging out with you, Issel, and Louis up until noon. V-Show after us. First replay, 3 to 6. Sweezy will got you all day, 7 to 6. Local programming here on ESPN Louisville, 680 Thanks for hanging out this morning. Text line, of course, 437-9680 on the UPS Jobs text line. Reminder, Bellerman gets the buzzer beater last night, so they're back on our air tonight. 645 pregame, 7 o'clock tip against Liberty. Liberty actually probably a top 35-40 type team overall in the country at Liberty. Tough game tonight, but go ahead and tune in on your home for the nights here, 680 7, and on the app. And, of course, Louisville, Virginia Tech, uh, that'll be after their game. Over on 93.9, 7.30 pregame, 9 o'clock play-by-play play at 11.30-ish. You get Ethan Moore live from his guest bathroom on the Coors Light postgame show. Make sure that you check out all of that as well. And, of course, we will have uh, the women's team in the uh, in the um, ACC tournament. Uh, they are going to be the four seed. Action Friday, 1030 pregame, 11 uh, in the morning, play-by-play with our guy Nick Curran. Make sure you're on for that as well. It's March, Dan, tomorrow, tomorrow, basketball time, my friend. Yep. Yeah, it's great.
1: It's <laughs> terrific. How <laughs> oh, about that? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> does uh, Bellerman still isn't uh, eligible? Are they to go to the tournament? Correct.
0: Yep, I think it's uh, three years,
1: including this one, that they still so have. so they will be next year.
0: No, they have two more years of not being eligible. You are kidding! <laughs> I think it's two more.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. It's that, uh, kid, that kid that made the uh, winning yeah. shot last night. Good, good for him. Yeah. I mean, he was he was composed. He was trying to pass the ball. And then he realized he, he couldn't – nobody was open, so he turns around and takes a baseline jump shot and uh, and wins the game. So good good for him. That was a nice win for Scotty.
0: And it is a, a uh, Raising Cane's Tuesday, so uh, stay tuned for my Raising Cane's read later in the day. All right, little tease there. Yeah. A okay, little sensual uh, chicken tender read. How about that? Um, do you like uh, – so you mentioned Dennis Evans. We kind of danced around it a little bit. Um what do you think? Is this, I mean, the only thing that I came to my mind was how many of these guys did we hear about last year that just didn't come? Yeah. Yeah. Why does but, this uh, one feel different? Uh,
1: uh I, well, I don't know that it does, okay. but, uh,
0: now, did, did he? <laughs> oh, Dan! Oh, you fizzled so hard there. Because <laughs> you want, I okay. So, I mean, full disclosure. If you're new to the show, thanks for hanging out. Island Louis, taking you till noon. Uh, you want Kenny Payne to succeed here. I think that's a. It's not just you, you, you. You know, you think it will, but you you hope it will, right? Is that fair to say?
1: That's fair to say.
0: Okay, so you want a guy like Evans to come if he is rated what he's rated, and um,
1: <clears throat> he's a
0: five star,
1: right? Sure. I mean, was, they haven't. Sn- they haven't sniffed a five star. Holly Hatfield was a five star. <laughs> what? Like I said, they haven't sniffed a five star.
0: Holly Hatfield is the greatest. The yeah. greatest uh, example for Bob because Bob is completely convinced the stars mean nothing, which is, of course, stupid. Yeah, but, well,
1: um, I, I i kind of I kind of lean that way, uh, but you know. If you're a five star, I think most of them—not uh, most of them—a lot of them prove that you know they—they they weren't five stars to start with. Uh, Huntley Brinkley might have been a five star coming out of out of high school, Hathaway, but but after star. he played a year at Tennessee, he was no five star. Believe me, five star.
0: Um, I, I I think Nick Saban's record at Alabama would prove that five stars are worth it. Um, the you know, why does this one actually feel different to you, Dan?
1: It it because of what the guy said about money talking. <laughs> I, I think that I, I think U has finally come to the conclusion that they better they better take advantage of the NIL because everybody else is. And when Kenny's kind of poo pooed the NIL at the beginning and and thought he was going to get players come to Louisville because they were good in the 80s. Um, you know, we I I've, I've said this before and I talked to Coach Self about this. These kids anymore. And by the way, that guy that said I was against Kansas last year that I said they weren't they wouldn't win anything, that was before Bill gave me a t-shirt. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um but I I, 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 we had this discussion, and and I've said this on the show before. When these kids come to be recruited, all right, their first question is how how fast can you get me to the NBA, and how much NIL money am I going to get? Sure. And if you don't bridge those two right off the bat, you've lost them. And so don't tell me, you know, that it that. Purvis Ellison is back with the program, and that's gonna make a difference because it doesn't. And that's why this feels different to me, is because when that guy said money talks, it makes me think that Evans uh has has lined up some NIL money at the University of Louisville. And that's that's why it feels different to me.
0: You think he's getting out the uh you know, same tactics he used in Kentucky?
1: What tactic is that? You no, know, it's just bags of money. Louie, do you think he's doing what? Work? What has what has Cal ever been uh, found guilty of at Kentucky?
0: <laughs> at Kentucky, I like that you had to put in that part. <laughs> well, Kinney
1: wasn't with him at UMass or at Memphis. That is fair. Yeah. yeah. So so I'll ask the question again. What has Cal been found
0: guilty of at the University of Kentucky? I would like to think that the great tradition. What has Cal been found guilty of at the University of Kentucky? I'd like to answer your question, sir, by giving a long form historical perspective (laughs) of the bag at Kentucky. If Dan Issel got the the bag, I'd like to be nothing. If Dan Issel got the bag, I'd like to think that other guys since then have gotten the bag. And if if they're figuring out that they can do the bag legally now, then they should be giving the bag out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Does it is it is it troublesome at all that Dennis Evans is, is another tall player instead of a guard?
1: Uh, well, he's bringing is bringing his buddy with him. Jaden Jaden Henley is going to be with him in the transfer portal
0: <laughs> from the seven and twenty Minnesota Gold
1: Gophers. We're we're just getting started. <laughs> seven just, and twenty Gold
0: Gophers. We're just getting... <laughs> get up to seven getting, wins next year. Let's go.
1: <laughs> just getting started.
0: Oh, man. Well, we'll see. It'll be fun. Would you bring Al Ellis back next year if he has to come back?
1: Absolutely. Okay.
0: Did you hear that sound get, yesterday it, that Avery didn't put on the sound sheet? Avery wasn't here yesterday. You see, I forgot what time they aired because that was the least of my concerns yesterday. I can go find it. I don't want to hear about your day, by the way. <laughs> So is that a possibility? Just find the LLS sound. He, he essentially said that he's going to look, you know, because tomorrow or tonight, excuse me, is, uh, is senior night. Right. Um, whatever that means. You and I had that discussion. And then um, so he'll go through the ceremonies. But his and his intent is to find a professional path for basketball, whatever that looks like. Um, but he said if he plays college basketball again, he's not going in the portal. He's going to come back to Louisville.
1: See, I didn't even know, I, I, and I don't know why I thought this, because everybody can come back if they want to Correct, <laughs> play yes. year number seven. Yeah. But uh, I I thought he was completely out of eligibility. He is not. Okay. Absolutely, I'd have him back. Which, I'd get him a whole lot more help than he had this year, <laughs> but, I'd, but
0: I'd get him back. All right, uh, so here's the sound. Avery found it. Uh, she'll play it within the next five seconds for...
1: Three. El, um, did you consider leaving Louisville during the coaching change? That's the first part. Second part, if you do come back, will it be at Louisville? You could enter the transfer portal, of course. Um, I would say before KP got hired, I, I thought about leaving. But as soon as um, he got the job, and I had those conversations with him, like it was no way, like I was going to tell him that I wasn't coming back. So, um, and if I was I mean? I just don't feel comfortable going to another school. I feel like Louisville is a place for me. Um, even through everything that's been going on, the coaching change, the records, everything like that. Like I feel like if I'm gonna come back and go to college again, like I'm gonna come back to Louisville because like I didn't I didn't finish the way I wanted to. Like I want to leave as a winner, um, and that's something I didn't get to do. So if college is gonna be the next option for me, um, then I'm coming back to Louisville. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd make
0: sure. You know... <laughs> you can say whatever you want about that sound, by the way. And, and you know, if he's, like, playing to the fan base or whatever. I, I give him credit for admitting that the, the season isn't good enough. And that he would want to not just leave on this note and want to actually win some freaking basketball yeah. games. I give yeah. him credit he, for that part.
1: Yeah. You know, you ought to really be cheering for Louisville tonight. You know why. Ooh. Um. No. Months ago, months ago, right after they lost to, you know, all those crummy. Well, no, I, I can't say that. When they lost to those uh, teams, those three games in a row by one by point. By one point, yeah. Yeah, I think you said, if my memory serves, okay. that five wins would be the high water mark for this team this year. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah.
1: And if they win tonight, that'll be number five texters won't be making fun of your predictions
0: i'm off by one again dan yep yep there <laughs> I, you go i apologize you, to Kentucky to you know what
1: else what else what when when he called kenny kp yeah you know and and the guys in kentucky call uh call cal cal can, can you imagine <laughs> i'm being interviewed and you know i say hey i really enjoyed my my time at kentucky Playing for AR,
0: (laughs) (laughs) a man in a trench coat comes to your door that night. (laughs) My my
1: bags would have been packed before I got back to the dormitory room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really
0: enjoyed playing for AR. (laughs) Really, really had a great time with Dolph. It was great. (laughs) Dolph was, Dolph really talked me into staying one more year in college. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: man. I wish we would have had COVID. I would have stayed at Kentucky as I would I would have stayed in Kentucky as long as I could have stayed. I wish we had
0: COVID. <laughs> what a saying. Oh man. Oh God. <laughs> so speaking of Milwaukee, we talked about Marquette a little bit. We talked about seating. Did you see the bucks are now valued at three and a half billion dollars? I know. It's it's ridiculous. Is any of this real? No, no, no,
1: it's all play money. Did you see what this guy does? I, I didn't know that this is where he got his money until I read this story this morning. If people he don't owns, know,
0: essentially, um, the Bucks sold a portion of the franchise to the 25 percent, 25 percent to the Haslam family who own the Browns. And now values and, and, and that purchase values the team of three and a half billion dollars. Go ahead.
1: It, they, uh, well, a couple of points I want to make. The guy bought it less than 10 years ago on a valuation of $550 million. In nine years, <laughs> the, the franchise went from $550 million to $3.5 billion. Uh, but it's all, this Haslam, and, and again, I didn't know this till I read the story, he owns the Flying J oil company. Yeah it is the fifth largest family owned business in the country <laughs> he he owns it all they made they made 41 billion dollars last year <laughs> which and i'm guessing they employ 30,000 people oh, that's wild so and i'm guessing he's going to make another 41 billion this year so you know it's it's just
0: you all you drive a clean. lot long distances are you a flying J guy
1: uh if that's what comes up when the needle hits e that's where i stop
0: okay so you don't have <laughs> preferences. i like flying jay i'm a flying J guy yeah i'll say that they got him in indiana on the way up to michigan and it will stop there a lot actually I my like, parents J. like flying jay and pilot 100 there you go and i J. like gloves okay yeah all right I haven't been to a Bucky's and I'm sure that's coming on the text line. I get it, people. Um, these warehouses of gas stations called Bucky's. Um, it's
1: the target of gas stations. It is the target of gas stations.
0: <laughs> flying J's just enough for me. Just enough. Clean. I can get, you know, they, they got about a Thornton's level of uh, of fountain drinks, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, no, that's But how would you J's like
1: thing. to buy how would you like to buy twenty five percent of a business, Louie? For a hundred and twenty uh, hundred and thirty three million dollars and sell it less than ten years later for almost a
0: billion. It sounds like a very good idea. That'd be a nice job, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, not all of us have NBA pensions, so it's you know, I you know, I can't hey, stop I it. can't speak to that having that kind of money.
1: Now, here's, here's what I, – I don't know that they changed this rule. It used to be if you owned an NFL franchise, right. you could not own another professional franchise. So, for instance, um, you, you know what? I, I'm going to backtrack. I think if you own more than half of it, I, I guess he's okay since he only owns 25% of the Bucks Because Cronkey owned 20 or 25% of the Rams – when they were in St. Louis, and and then owned the Nuggets and the Avs. But when he bought the remaining part of the Rams, he had to put the Nuggets and the Avalanche in his son's name. Oh, okay. So I think if you own more than 50% of an NFL team, you can't own another pro franchise.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, Texter asking what you drive. and you, you drive an SUV, right? Yes. Yeah, Okay. Why does you want to know what I drive? Well, because we oh. talk about you driving all the time. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Because yeah, you drive all right. literally all over the country. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> How was the drive to Lawrence? Boring. Uh,
1: pretty much. Yeah, good. Pretty much. I um, the drive back. I got up. So
0: when you're driving by yourself, what's on the what's on the speakers? Uh, I
1: I, uh, I I hit the uh, seat button, and I find a country station. And I've done it so I've done it so often. I know there's a, a really uh, loud country station in Hayes, Kansas. one hundred point <laughs> seven. <laughs> so so I know <laughs> I kind of know along the way, you know, where I'm going to be able to pick up the country stations.
0: That is Eagle Country um, in Hayes, <laughs> Kansas, one hundred point seven. You're number one for today's country. There you go. That? They give birthday shout-outs. You should probably ask for a birthday yeah. shout-out yeah. on Eagle Country. I'm on their Facebook page. <laughs> they are celebrating Jason L. Dean's birthday today.
1: There you go, Deener.
0: I mentioned something that you know.
1: Yep. And and uh, also at mile marker number 36 in Kansas <laughs> okay. is where the time changes from mountain to ah, central.
0: Okay. There you go. Yeah. I've
1: That's done cool. it. I've I've done that that route a few times.
0: I <laughs> can't imagine I'm just, I'm just driving around the country. <laughs> so, what did Sherry ever tell you how her Tinder date went over the weekend?
1: No. Okay. No. You guys, just don't talk about this. Except, things? except she went to bed last night. She went to bed extremely early. Hmm. So, I'm going to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> later <laughs> later today, see why she was so worn out
0: uh text to worry that if you uh uh you listen to that country music you're gonna fall asleep in the car i don't I don't think that's true
1: I no, that's true. no, I crank it up <laughs> I crank it up, I can't hear anyway, so you can imagine how loud I've got it going
0: I'm a little yeah you know text makes a good point I'm, we're a little surprised you're not a uh, satellite radio guy for like four bucks a month you I know
1: am. what I was. Uh, and I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm not. I, I I was for a long time. And then I changed cars and I didn't sign up for it. Okay. And I got a serious bill for like 300 oh, I know. bucks. I know. And so I'm not going to let them do that to me again. They can, I, I paid my 300, but they're not going to get me again. Fool me once.
0: They are the worst. I, I don't understand companies that have these kinds of subscription policies where they just automatically do it and then you call and you're like, Hey, I didn't want this and you have to talk to seven people to quit. Yeah. And then the deal that you wanted with the first person finally comes up with the sixth person.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. What is
0: this business model? Are we, who are yeah, you
1: gotta be you gotta be real careful, you know, what you give your credit card number to. You know, man. Oh man.
0: All right, well, this is Isla and Louie here on ESPN 680, 7. We are taking you up until noon. Credit card advice and more coming up next. However, I uh, wanted to remind you about the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife game show. They'll look to uh, extend their winning streak to five tomorrow night, hosting Vanderbilt. You'll get Streetle, you'll get Entz, you'll get Mike Gandolfo around 9 o'clock, first place to take your calls, text, and hear from John Calipari. I'm sure Mike will tell you how I don't know anything about anything, all of that, Wednesday night here on ESPN 680. And 105.7, also available on the app, of course. And, of course, the first hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism, KentuckyTourism.com. If you're like Danny you like to drive around, uh, Kentucky Tourism is a great place to do that while planning your trip in the Bluegrass State. Check out all those bourbon trails and all those other things that are very, very fun to do during the spring and summer around the state here. KentuckyTourism.com. Up next, Jackie Robinson can't even get a road sign in New York spelled properly. We talk about it.